Hello, sir. Hello, ma'am. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the uh, first ever Toy Scales podcast. Yes. This is something we've been toying with for like a little bit, yeah. A while. To decide whether we wanted to try it or not and see if anybody was interested. And so we thought we would kind of share a little bit more than what we can share on the TikTok channel. Yeah. We, uh, we've gotten some advice from some people. We've asked a few folks whether or not they think it's a good idea. And some people have told us yes. Nobody's really told us no. I was like, who, who told us <laughs> no? Nobody's told us no. I was like, so. I need to know who this person is. But, you know, we're going to talk about toys and collecting and other nerd slash geek culture type things. Like, you know, comic Fandom-y. books comic book movies and all the other stuff. Like Funko Pops. She loves Funko Pops. I do. I do. So, we went hunting yesterday, right? Yeah, we went out to a little town called Smithfield that's like half hour, 45, 45 minutes away minutes, yeah. where we live. So we'll do that where we'll kind of pick a location and, and kind of find everything in that realm. One of the things we like to do is support small business and try to like check out places we've never been or places we've gone and then we like to go back to just to kind of see what changed, what shifted, things like that. We met a really lovely couple, the Lees. Um, Lee's Toy Chest. Yeah, Lee's Toy Chest, comics and more. It was at an indoor flea market. Which we'd been to before. Which, indoor flea markets are cool, unless uh, it's summertime and it's like 500 degrees. It was was definitely toasty. It was pretty toasty toasty. The big fans were helpful, but... Yeah, they did have those big box fans. Those were nice. But you know what I liked is that they were a married couple. Like, we're a married couple. Are we married? We are married. Um... That was that whole COVID ceremony we had. Um, That's right. It was COVID, wasn't it? It was. But I think what I like about it is most of the time we go to this stuff and it's it's rare for there to be another couple. We have a couple of friends um, that are a married couple that he's really more into it than she is, but she goes and... Does stuff. Does stuff and hangs out and talks. But I like that energy and I think it's it's really neat to meet another couple that's equally as into the same kind of judge we are we get so many comments about how i'm so cool that i let you do whatever you want and i'm such an epic wife that i let you collect whatever you want to collect but i mean you have all your stuff too right and that's where i think people don't recognize the fact that yeah you you do collect more than i do i do think that i brought that out of you yeah, I collected toys without recognizing I collected toys. It was, I had a Darth Vader, like a Star Wars collection that had been started for me. And I didn't quite realize I liked in, to collect toys until you were like, you collect toys. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And you were like, in your classroom, you have toys yeah. all over the place. And you I was like, toys all over the place. I do. And even some of my friends that I pointed it out to later when we had started the channel and they were like, Wait, you're into toys? I'm like, have you been in my classroom? You're like, oh my god, I never realized. Yeah. So, I think... Your classroom was full of toys. Was, yeah. Such as a shift. I had to bring all of my toys home. You did. I'm transitioning out of the classroom and had to... Had to find a new place for them. So we're having to adjust our house a little bit. Mm -hmm. To make room. Yeah. So, that will be interesting as... 
our collection ever expands. Which, which le- it continues to expand. Which leads me into a question for you. Do you feel as you're getting older and continuing that you are curating and like limiting your collecting as much as you think you should be? Um, I definitely do it more than I used to. Okay. Back in the day, it was, oh, look at that, and I'd buy it. You know, now it's like, oh, look at that, and then I'd grab it, but then I go and put it back because I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. Okay. And I've I've kept it to a like a couple things that I like to yeah that I like to collect. So I guess I feel like I didn't. I've known you in this era of your collecting mm-hmm. since we've been together. So. I don't I don't know you from 20 years ago. Well, see, I also um I've sold a lot of my collection too over time. You know, so there's all kinds of stuff that I used to have. Like I used to have like a almost entire DC Universe Classics mm-hmm. collection, which I actually sold the rest of that like right after we started dating. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I was taking all the pictures on the floor at your house. Oh, I didn't know that's what that was. I wasn't paying attention. You didn't know back then. I didn't know. I was not not, aware. You were not knowledge. I was not toy scales. Um, But do you think also, like, you've curated your collection because of price? That, too. I mean, it's not cheap anymore. Preach. I mean, it used to be. Like, figure collecting used to be cheap. It was a cheap hobby. You know, and it was, you know, seven, eight bucks for a figure when now it's an arm and a leg and $30. Yeah, it's gotten absurd. And we we hear so many people saying that they're waiting now until things go on clearance before they buy it because they will go on clearance. It 100% will end up on clearance. So why? Absolutely. will go on. Why spend the money on a full price figure unless like you just have to have it? Which I think you do that. You don't wait for stuff to go on clearance, I think, because out of what? Fear? Well, see, that's how it used to be. Like, distribution on this stuff is way different now, especially with the onset of internet shops and mm-hmm. buying an Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Amazon is the the king of, you know, nerd stuff when it comes to buying things online. It definitely makes it yeah. easier. For and there's sure. a lot more online stores now because back. Back then, it was, you know, oh, stuff's out on the West Coast, because we're on the East Coast. So it's like, oh, stuff's out on the West Coast. So I need to wait, like, a week and a half to see if the stuff shows up here. And then I go to, like, 17 Targets and 12 Walmarts. And, you know, I'd say 75% of the time, I never found anything. But that's And that's how it was, you know. And then you if you found something, great. But then you had to wait a couple weeks for them to possibly maybe restock stuff. Because it's, like, it's not like it is now, where you can order... A whole case of one figure yeah and when you have found a whole case of one figure it's not like you can afford to buy I'm not gonna the go. whole thing cause... well yeah but i wouldn't buy like a whole case of one figure no unless it was an army builder but prices are definitely causing i think a lot of people anxiety yes they are yeah causing me anxiety well and now we've got you know this return of the plastic and the packaging, do you think that that's going to have an effect on, on the price? I hope not. I hope they don't use it as an excuse. Like, Oh, you wanted plastic back here. It is, but we got to charge you more. It's like, yeah, that's going to, that's going to piss me off. 
Right. I mean, part of it, though, is, you know, they're paying for the, the licensures. So that definitely causes issues, you yes, know. It does cause issues. And I think it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It just seems like they've gone up so exponentially. But I feel like everything's gone up price wise. Yeah, everything has. Crazy inflation. Inflation. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I've been collecting for so long that I'm not really, I'm not going to stop. No. I mean, unless there's God, something, no. unless there's something crazy happens, you know. Would the world stop spinning on its axis if you were to stop exactly. collecting? Exactly. No. No. Not a chance. Um, but I mean, I will say one thing that I am happy about. What's that? And this is like selfish of me. I will openly admit that is Marvel Legends lately has been doing this half movie, half comic wave oh. that I know annoys you. But for me, I like that you're not buying an entire wave of figures. Right. But I get that you want to build a figure sometimes. So that's, and I mean, they've done it a couple times. Like I remember the, the Shang-Chi yeah. movie wave was, uh, it had, it was like a bunch of movie figures and maybe one comic figure. I don't remember, but the build a figure was a comic book, Mr. Hyde. And I don't collect movie figures, and I was like, oh. like, why would you? But I don't understand why they would do that as part of my to get you to buy their movie figures. Well, so that's why the build a figure was made in the first place. Money, money. Yeah, but the uh, but now they have that new wave from the new Captain Marvel movie, where it's like the three Captain Marvel figures from the movie, and then all the other comic figures. Which the other comic figures are awesome. Like we're finally getting Inhumans or an Inhuman besides Black Bolt and Medusa. Um, but you know, like I want those and then the build a figure. What was the build a figure again? The builder figure was um what's his face from um Oh Daredevil. it was the totally awesome Hulk is oh, what it was. Sorry, the Amadeus the Amadeus Cho Hulk. That's what that was. And I want that, but I don't want to buy another Captain Marvel or another you know, Photon or whatever the hell her name is now, and another Miss Marvel. Well, you don't you don't do MCU figures at all. Not anymore. So it's just I don't know. It seems very frustrating that I think that they're so much more interested in making money than helping their fan base. They're you know, like I just it feels like why would you piss off the people that are keeping you afloat? Yeah, who are already pretty much aggravated with the things that have been going on lately. And then you're going to split because I think, I mean, I'm sure there are people that collect comics and MCU figs, Yeah, but I do feel like there are, there's completionists, but I also feel like people tend to lean one way or the other in their creation. But, you know, I mean, it's it, I mean, yeah, it stinks, but, and I get that they have to do what they got to do to make money, but. Yeah. <laughs> um I heard recently that there was a new Haslab. Yeah, it was the G.I. Joe one. I'm not gonna I'm not a G.I. Joe guy. No. We know people that are. Yes, but I am not one of them, so I'm not gonna get it. It looks cool, it's that I forget the name of it. It's a helicopter. And it's they're starting to go through the tiers now. I guess they unlocked one of the figures, and now they got another one. It's a 
it's a female G.I. Joe. I really don't know much about G.I. Joe at all. I know there's Cobra Commander and Duke and Serpentor. I know people love Serpentor. Oh, yeah? But. I don't know anything other than. Yeah. The main ones I see. I just remember Cobra Commander had the same voice as Starscream. Oh. So that was my. Yeah, your connection and like your. Yeah. What kept you engaged with it. Um, I feel bad about Haslabs. Like, not feel bad. I mean, the first two did really well for the Marvel Legends. Mm-hmm. You know, you and have then both. there was the car, and then there was the Ghost Rider, and it's really unfortunate because the live stream really did not do it justice. Yeah, because we saw it. We went to New York Comic Con and we saw it in person, and it was it's cool. It, it was, was neat. neat. Not three hundred fifty dollars neat, but it was oh, neat. No. <laughs> and it's just one of those where I just. I don't, I don't get the choice that you yeah. go from a Sentinel to Galactus. Well, I think they wanted to try something different. Different, but I'm saying, like, I don't, I agree not doing another giant, you know, person, person yeah. type fig, but I don't think that, that that was the right choice considering you had told me, correct me if I'm wrong, that this was a more modern version of Ghost Rider. It is. It's not even like the classic Ghost Rider that people know. So I don't understand... It's the Robbie Reyes ghost right I don't understand that choice. I mean, it's something different. I mean, you can't... But clearly it was a bad bet. Well, I I don't even think it was a bad character choice. I think it was more that they uh, charged way too much for it. $350 for a car and a... One they figure overestimated the public's yes interest in that character, that line, that concept. Yes, um, and I I get that um, you know the the other uh, tiers like the characters and stuff like that that they had the Mephisto. I know a lot of people want Mephisto. Mm-hmm. I want a Mephisto because the Marvel Select Mephisto is like five thousand dollars, and um, I uh, what else was there? There was a Son of Satan, and there was a Goblin Queen, Madeline Pryor. And so, I mean, that was cool, but not for what they were charging. And, I mean, those characters don't really have anything to do with Robbie Reyes anyway. If you had bought the freaking, if you had gone in on it just to get the Mephisto. You would have killed me. Yeah, I would have been ill. (laughs) You would have been, yes, ill. Ill. That's the word. Ill. I don't think I would have killed you because that's just not what our relationship is, but... You, we would have. Words. I would have been. I'd have been hurting. <laughs> I would have been hurting on that one. Yeah. So. But it was neat because when we we went to New York Comic Con and we got to meet those two guys, Ryan Ting and Dan you. Yoon. I'm so bad with names. It's it's one of those where sometimes I do the TikToks and I have to like remember and I struggle bus like hardcore remember struggle bus characters names. Um. But, you know, they were so excited about it, and they were so engaged. They were very excited about it. They were excited. Like, they were talking it up big, big time. time. And I know that's partially their job, job, but it was an authentic, they're excited. Like, I can yeah. usually see through that crap. And They were very, very, very excited about it. And they were, they were trying really hard to, like, convince everybody, like, why they should pay what they wanted us to pay for it. But. It just wasn't there. Yeah. It wasn't there. But I did like New York Comic Con. It's something we need to think about whether we're going to go back for yeah. this year or not. 
I don't yeah. know if you... I'd say let's go to San Diego Comic-Con, but nobody's going to be there. <laughs> no, that's so interesting. Every, everybody's backing out. Earlier you said Marvel Studios had pulled out, Netflix had pulled out. Sony. Sony. A couple, there was a couple other ones that pulled out. And it's... Do we know why? Uh, the writer's strike, I think, is what it is. Oh, okay. That I mean, I hate to say that makes sense, that in the grand scheme of where they're at, that isn't, isn't really maybe the thing they should be focusing on right now, considering everything that's going on. Well, strikes mess people up, though. Yeah. They cause a lot of problems. They do. But, I mean, I get it. Yeah. You know, if I could strike as an educator, I would, but, you know. They don't let us do that. <laughs> they don't let us strike. We have no unions in North Carolina for educators. No, we don't. So, unfortunately, we do not have many legs to stand on. Mm-mm. But, I mean, I would like to go to San Diego Comic-Con. That it would is, be like yeah, a bucket list item for me. It is. To be able to go and yeah. see all the exhibit halls and yeah. hear. And I kind went, of put my eyes on the things that you've told me about yeah, all these years. I've been twice, but I went almost... <sighs> What did 15 I plus yeah like 15 years, years ago. ago i went in 2006 and 2008 so it's a lot different it would see it was beginning to get a lot different back then but now it's from what i've heard it's like out of control now well and you went when you could still like go see stuff and go into yeah. things and i don't know wasn't... i don't know i got in line for the spider-man 3 panel because spider-man 3 was coming out at the time and i didn't get in Oh, but that, you... I, and that was a long, long, long line, Ugh. and I still didn't get in. So I settled for going to the snakes on a plane panel. Whoa, you've never told me that. Yeah. Is Spider Man three the emo Spider Man one? Yep. Okay, so clearly there was a reason you didn't get into that panel because <laughs> that was the worst. Well, nobody knew it was bad then. Well, that's true. I get that. I get that. Like everybody was psyched because it had venom in it. Though I don't know why everybody was that psyched, because I mean Eric Foreman is Venom isn't exactly light, lighting the world on fire. Inspiring. Yeah. So. But we've seen a couple of good movies lately. We did. We went and saw The Flash. Yeah. Which, you know, it was, people, it was good. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was a little goofy. Um, if you haven't seen it, spoilers, just in case. Yeah. If you yeah spoilers because we're gonna. We're going to spoil the hell out of that movie. Um, it was like a B. It wasn't like a B plus. It was like a, just a solid B. But I think, I think, unfortunately, it was like, it was like all DC movies where it was lacking something. And we didn't know what it was. And you couldn't put your finger on what it was, but we went to see it for one reason. Oh, because of Michael Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton is not only... Ryan's favorite Batman. He is the only Batman that Ryan really that I genuinely register as love and cherish. Because I mean, Batman. I know people love Batman, but I'm not a big Batman person. But you love Michael Keaton. I do love Michael Keaton. But that's like a nostalgia thing. I think more than anything, because you were what eight. Well, I think it was just when I was growing up. You know, like I used to watch the Batman TV show and. Like the super friends and stuff like that. So Batman was always this goofy dude in a blue and gray costume. So to see the Batman that was in that movie where he was dressed all in black, like 
didn't talk was kind of crazy you know like it was it was it was something else like it really stuck with me as a wee child as a wee wee lad yeah no we i i definitely think the parts with michael keaton were the best i'll tell you the number one issue i had with it is the cg yeah so the cg i read an article that they did the cg like that on purpose what but i i i don't know but i mean yeah it did it it was kind of off-putting it just they look like plasticine some of the some of the scenes like when they're in the speed force and all the characters are like you can see them around him they just look so so fake that it was almost unpalatable yeah it was it was i think it was an odd choice stylistic choice but you know especially if it was on purpose i just i don't i don't understand why you would make them look so artificial and so yeah that was that was weird but you know it was they make all that money to make but all that money <laughs> did they make all that money apparently not apparently no. that movie tanked they had a good like decent first week but then after that it was well i think it was twofold like everybody who wanted to see it really badly was going to go see it opening weekend to see michael keaton and i think everybody else i Par- think I think a lot of it, like, the draw to see Michael Keaton was a big deal. Yeah. But I think the the whole Ezra Miller thing kind of did it in. I think they were going to try not to misgender Ezra Miller because they go by they, them. He does. Or he, they them. Go, they go by. I don't know. It's... It, it's a generational thing. I have nothing against it. It's just hard for me to process. Yeah, to remember to say it. Yeah. So don't if anybody hears this, don't don't get upset because I'm not doing it on purpose. No. Um I just think I think it's one of those where Ezra Miller has put a really bad taste in so many people's mouths because of his behavior, because of the things that he has done and said and you know, I just think it's so interesting that, you know, he has thrown a chair that hit a woman in the head at a bar in Hawaii. That's he, what he did? Yeah. And then in August, he <laughs> was charged with burglary after breaking and entering into a home in Vermont. Man, he did a B&E? Yeah. He, that's, why, that's why OJ's in jail. <laughs> so, Yeah. He may be part of the reason the movie did not do well financially. I think he is a massive part of the reason. Yeah. Um, You know, whatever. But I also think a lot of it is the cost of going to the movies these days has gotten a little out of hand. hand. You know, we went, when we saw this movie, we, our tickets, between tickets and snacks, because. Oh, it's matinee all day long. Right. they're cheaper. But, I mean, it's still 40 50 bucks for us to go to the movies yes, versus we can wait for it to end up on a streaming service, which it's going to quickly yep. because nobody's dragging their feet anymore on streaming services. I don't know which one it's going to end up on, but it'll I mean, end up on one of them. HBO if it's The Flash. That's true, Warner Brothers. Yeah. But, you know, there's certain movies that we have to see, obviously. We also went to go see the newest Transformers movie, Rise of the Beast. We did see that one with our kind of... We, we get these, we're part of like this email thing where you, they do screenings, like local screenings for the press and things like that. And they have to get like audience participation to do feedback and things like that. So we get on these and we got free tickets where you do have to go early. Yeah, you do have to go early, like an hour or so early. 
easily, depending on what it is. Yeah. We've gone, we waited too late and we showed up kind of late to go see the movie Air about the Air Jordans and we were surprised at the line. That movie was awesome. Yeah, it was. But um, we saw Transformers Rise of the Beast. You were very psyched for it. I was, because I love Beast Wars. You do. You were a big fan. And it was, we liked it a lot. It's getting a little, it's getting some interesting mixed reviews. Yeah. Our friends, the Reluctant Adult Podcast, I don't think were nearly as impressed with it as we were. I mean, they liked it, but... So, I, I've i been a Beast Wars fan since Beast Wars was new. Um, and it's probably my favorite Transformers media out of all of them. Like, G1 and all that stuff. I love Beast Wars. Um, so I was psyched to go see the movie, so then when I finally saw it, you know, it wasn't exactly what I was hoping for as far as Beast Wars goes, but I will say this, the end of that movie Ooh. is epic. Bananas. I, very few times do you go see a movie where, again, spoilers, very few times do you go see a movie where the audience literally is like yelling, hooting, screaming, jumping out of their chairs, high-fiving, yeah. so excited for the end of the movie, um, which we're going to give you a second, because there was a reference to the main character joining the G.I. Joes, Yep, and everybody was like... <gasps> Yeah, people start flipping out. And because we saw it early, before the rest of the world really did, I think they had had one other day where people had been seeing it. There weren't any leaks, really. Nope. Um. So, and that's delightful. I enjoyed that. There was no spoilers. I didn't go in having any clue that that was going to be a part of it. Where, you know, if you're on TikTok, obviously, like we are, or on any other kind of socials, like Reddit or whatever, you're going to get movies spoiled for you, even accidentally. Even yep. though... You try to avoid them. It's really hard to avoid spoilers. You can like watch an entire movie on TikTok if you want to. Because people go in there and film them and then post them on TikTok. Which is like... Stupid. Yeah. And bad. I will say, um, one of my favorite things that I did to students that were being bad, if I knew they hadn't seen a particular movie that I had seen, I would start threatening to release the spoilers if they didn't shape up. (laughs) And it worked. Like, did it oh yeah especially if it's like a marvel movie they would be like don't you do it don't you do it. i'm like then you better start acting right yeah or else i'm gonna ruin it for you and then don't i also had it. the same though they would try to flip it on me if they knew i hadn't seen something yet they'd be like we're gonna get you we're gonna tell you we're gonna like and i was like oh lord but i uh i really liked the energy it was very much reminiscent of like Avengers. Um, it was the best Transformers movie. I liked it. By I liked it a wide a margin. I just thought it was fun. It was different. It wasn't solely focused on Bumblebee. It wasn't. It was barely focused on Bumblebee. Right. There wasn't a love story in the midst of it. It was just people was doing robots. what was right. And robots. And robots. Alien giant robots. I was very like. I liked it. I liked it a lot. But we also. You have to take my opinion on movies. I hate to tell you all this with a grain of sand. Yeah. She likes some crap. <laughs> I would not call it crap. I just, I don't, I don't have the most well-developed movie palette. You do not. I like some bad movies. Yeah, you do. That's okay, though. I'm not, I'm not going to. Sorry, I like Wild Wild West. Yeah, you do. 
Yeah, you do. Which, how fun at the end of The Flash, spoilers, where you saw Nicolas Cage fighting the giant spider robot. Oh, yeah, from the Superman movie that never got made. Yeah, that they did, that they added to Wild Wild West because the guy wanted to use it, the producer wanted to use it so badly. I forgot that that's that's what that was. I forgot. Oh, my God. Did I know? Remember? I forgot that 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 was was in Wild Wild West. Yeah, it was. Um, We decided. <laughs> that but whole South Park episode of Wild Wild West is hilarious. Too. You love South Park. We I don't do. think we've ever shared the fact that you like South Park. Love South Park. You do. You make me watch a few episodes where you're like, this one you have to watch. Like, you have to see this yeah. particular episode. But no, we, um, I liked it. We will buy it when it comes out to add to the DVD collection. Yes, we will. Um, so we were, uh, out the other day, and she bought some of those uh, dorables, which she's been getting a lot of lately. Because I think they're cute, and I like the scale, and they kind of look like my Funkos, but not. Yeah. They're, they're cuties, but I was... So we figure stuff like that when you get blind box things, which they're essentially blind box things, mm-hmm. which we assumed they were blind box things, um, that they would all be... Like random in the and you wouldn't get the same thing over again because there's different options. There's there's the bigger boxes that have like five, six, or seven in the series ten, which is like the newest one that just came out. And then there's these little two packs. So I like the big ones just because I feel like they're better bang for your buck. Um, and so I bought one the other night, and it was exactly the same figures package everything in the same order too in the same order as one that she had gotten what a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) i was it was the first one oh she was she was hot man like she was lit up (laughs) and it's one of those like i get these for the joy and like i understand that you're gonna get repeaters but to get the exact same configuration it makes me not want to continue unfortunately with dorables because Unless it's, like, I've gotten some that are, like, the Disney villains and the Pixar sets and, like, the villains and rivals set where you knew you were going to get all of them. Right. But this is up to 80 different ones, and I really, I want, like, just these certain ones that I want. You and want I, the Wally ones, I want right? the Wally ones. And then I wouldn't, there's a few others I wouldn't be up to. Like, I wouldn't mind the Toy Story ones and the rest of the Pixar, basically, that. But it just was so disheartening that it was literally the exact same. So I will say, I, I guess I got used to the Funko mysteries where the codes on the bottom meant nothing. They, we, we tried multiple times. People kept saying, oh, there's codes, like, but they don't mean anything. It didn't tell you what you were going to get. So I did take a picture of the code on the bottom, and I'm going to try to see if the codes on all the, like, next time we're out and I right. see them, I'm going to check. But I will say it's definitely made me not as interested in getting the door yeah, and doing them anymore. And I think also, I hate to say the series 10 has kind of put a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth because there's so many characters that I'm not interested in. Yeah. Like there's a bunch from Oliver and company. Like, I don't care about Who cares those. about Oliver and company. I, I bet. Just, no, I bet. I bet anybody under the age of 40 doesn't know what Oliver and company is. Right. And then there were just some others where I'm like, Ugh, I really don't, I don't like, care. I'm for surprised these. there's none from like a sword in the stone. Yeah. I think they've done them in the, maybe in the past. I don't know. I just started kind of getting into these recently, but I will say it's going to make it harder for me to want to, to get 
another set of them other than maybe the little baby ones, like the little two pack ones. Um, so I don't know. I like them, but it just seems like for they're $12 to get six. Yeah. And it just possibly isn't it like six, but possibly eight, possibly seven, six, five, six or seven. Oh, okay. So it just, I don't know. It seems, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Yeah. It I've was, got you, a bunch of them now. If I need to start do. figuring out what to do with them or who to sell them to or give them to. I swear I'm going to like just start putting them in my pocket. And as I see little kids, right. just hand them one. <laughs> um, Target, I guess, is the first one to get the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles What's it? Mutant Mayhem? Like the new... I don't know if it's a new cartoon or a new movie or what. Mm -hmm. But people are excited for Ninja Turtles stuff. And I'm... Which is great. Because I know a lot of people like Ninja Turtles. My brother included. Yep, your brother included. But I am not a Ninja Turtles person either. (laughs) I think they're cute. And and I don't want anybody to think, Oh, Toy Scales doesn't like Ninja Turtles. We do. It's like... it's, It's just not my thing. We just, you can't collect everything. And I think there's this assumption that when we show things. The curation. Yes. Curating our collection. But when we show things on the channel, I think people just assume we buy everything we show. And we do not. You know, the Ninja Turtles are neat. I loved the movies from the 90s. Like, huge fan. Again, there's my bad taste. I love them. I watch them to this day. The first one's good. I like the third one. I don't care what anybody says. I enjoy the the time travel-esque atmosphere of it where they go to Japan and I just think it's neat. But I don't know. I mean, the ninja, like I said, it's, it's a, it's a, not a generational thing, but it's a time period kind of thing. Right. I think that's like, why my brother likes him so much. Yeah. He was a little kid when those movies came out and then the cartoons were big and there was the toys everywhere and he yep. had all those toys because my mom would get pissed because she'd step on the little pizzas. <laughs> and she'd like slip on them. It's like Power Rangers are a big deal now too. Yeah. But I was never a Power Rangers person either. I remember again my brother watching Power Rangers and he's still into My brother is hardcore into all that stuff that he loved as a kid and collected as a kid, which I think a lot of us feel that way. I think there's so many of us. I think that's part of the reason I like Lego so much is I think I was denied Legos as a child. Yeah. Cuz no offense to my mom, love you. Um I told her this that she told me Legos were for boys. So I didn't need Legos. Legos um, are for boys. They're for boys. So I think part of my love of Lego is this this I didn't get them as a kid and I think your love of toys and collecting is you guys couldn't afford it as much. And so I think your collection and mine has been born out of this childhood nostalgia and i think so many people are age and that's the thing a lot of people and a lot of companies at that are banking on the wholeness they call it the nostalgia factor and i mean it just depends like you see stuff goes through phases you know like right now you see a lot of power rangers and ninja turtle stuff Mm -hmm. a couple years ago it was uh marvel and all that kind of stuff yeah you know and like it's like Disney villains have made like a huge resurgence lately. Yes, they have. And I am here for it. Disney villains. You I, love your Disney I villains. I do because I think I just understand them so much more than the princesses. They're just waiting to be saved all the time where the villains are out there like kicking ass and taking names. Like they don't care. You know, they're going to solve their own problems. I love it. Maleficent, man. 
I do love Maleficent. That's my girl. She's sassy. She is. And she terrifies everyone she meets. And I just, I love that energy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that energy. I do. So I just think it's been interesting to see these things that have really come back and suddenly are back in the, 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 the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist. I was literally going to say zeitgeist. Um, and I think our generation, like we're in that age group right now where we have enough money to support the fandoms of our love. I mean, we're literally sitting here and what do I see? I see one, two, three, four, five Lego sets from where we're sitting. As I'm playing Legend of Zelda. Right. So, you know, I think, you know, that all of these things are starting to make this resurgence with speaking of Lego. July 1st is coming. Yeah, Lego. It's a big drop day for... First of the month is always the, a big uh, day for Legos, but this this the, one is a big one for me. The icons. Hocus Pocus. Yes. Hocus Pocus, like, I got first wind of it in, like, 2020. I had heard a rumor that it was happening. And then they put it up for the... What is the thing called? Pre-order? No. The VIP early access? No, no, no. Like, to vote on it. Oh, uh... The Lego the Ideas. Lego Ideas, yeah. So they put it up on the Lego Ideas, and it, it did much better, I think, than a lot of people thought. And some people have been... I don't want to use the word nasty, but some people have been like, I don't understand. Like, that's a stupid one. I don't know why they would do that. And it's... Do you know how many people my age and younger and older, like, were obsessed with this movie? And it was such a cult classic... But it went through, you know, a couple of of recycles, if you will, where they went through and they tweaked it and they made it better. But I'll tell you what I'm annoyed about. What are you annoyed about? <laughs> Thank you. What I'm annoyed about, and I rarely am annoyed with Lego, but I'm not the only one. On the on the set, you know, it looks really awesome. It looks really neat. It's the it's the cottage, the Sanderson sisters cottage, and it comes with obviously the three Sanderson sisters. It comes with Binks the cat. It comes with a vacuum cleaner. It comes with the kids. You know who it's missing? Don't know. Billy Butcherson. Because I have never seen that. Yes, movie you have. I have not seen it all the way through. Oh, all the way through. I was like, I made. I was you. about to say, I'm pretty sure we tried watching it one time, and I was asleep. You fell asleep. But Billy, of the ones I collect, you know, the Sanderson sisters are the ones I collect. But then Billy's the fourth one that I do collect from that because I don't really collect the kids. Like we were at um, Scott's Collectibles in Annapolis and they had one of the um, figures of the kid. And I was like, nah, like, you know, just but everybody is super, super annoyed that they left off. One of the main characters, as, as most people see it, is Billy Butcherson, which is the zombie that they resurrect from the grave. But I'm super psyched for this set. You know what that means, though? That means they're going to make another Hocus Pocus set with that guy in it. Well, I hope so. That would, you know, make my heart happy. Um, it's pretty detailed, which I like, too. I kind of enjoy... The Disney villain set has the same, where it's got all these little hidden nuggets, if you will. These little hidden things. And this one, I think, is going to have some of the same, you know, Brixie got it and, like, kind of talked about it already. Brixie. Brixie. <laughs> that guy. But I haven't looked through it, but it's got, like, little Easter eggy things. It's got a few things where I, I think it's going to be a neat set. But I tell you what, babe, I don't know where I'm going to put it. 
Yeah. My shelf is full. My Hocus yeah. Pocus shelf is full. Your Hocus Pocus shelf. It's, uh, I have no room, so that means I'm going to have to spend some time rearranging. But we're going to be in Atlanta when this one drops, so we're going to get up. Yes, we are. We're going to go to the Lego store in Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Going and to see Braves games. We're going to go wait in line so that I can have it day one. Because, you know, heaven forbid. But I'll tell you why, though. People kind of make fun of us. Not make fun of us. But, like, they're like, I don't quite understand why you just don't buy them later. Because they go on back order. They do quick. And you can't find them. And I refuse to wait when it's a set that this one I've been waiting for for almost three years. Yeah. I refuse to wait any longer. Um... But yeah, this is, it's a big set. It's going to be 2,316 pieces. Um, so it's a big one, but it's also a, a decently big price. Um, mm-hmm. It's what, $229, $239? Yep. $229.99. So, you know, it, uh, I'm going to call this a, a new job present. A new job present? I've never really needed an excuse, though, to buy myself a present. But I'm really psyched for this one. I think it's going to be a good build. It looks interesting. It doesn't look like it's going to be a super redundant build. So I'm excited. I just, it's going to be big though. That's my only like, where am I going to put it? It's not really anything that I'm looking for right now. I mean, the Pac-Man's neat, but it's too expensive. Yeah, it's a lot. Like that, maybe, hopefully Amazon will put it on sale one day and I might get it then, but I'm not going to pay, what is it, 280 Something like that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I would really like that one because it looks cool. It's kind of like the Nintendo. Well, yeah, you've got the Nintendo, you've got the Atari. It would kind of go with your theme. It would. You know what? I'm going to cycle back real quick for Hocus Pocus because I don't think I've told you. Did I tell you that they've officially announced a Hocus Pocus 3? You did tell me that. Oh, I'm very psyched. Very psyched. My friend Katie sent that one to me. She was very proud that she told me about it before I had heard about it. She was very proud of herself. But, um... There was one set that you wanted, one Lego set that you had. Oh, your... I want the, whenever it comes out, I want the, uh, the Concord jet. Is that one going to be, excuse me, is that one going to be like super big? I don't know. Okay. I would be curious to know, because you've got a few sets where it, they're big. They are big. Um, and like the, what's the, the Saturn five? I literally have no clue where to put that. <laughs> It's what, like three and a half, four feet tall? Yeah, it's freaking tall. All right. It's so not like the Eiffel Tower, but it's still there. Concord Jet. Oh, this is the ideas one. I gotta find. I think we've just been in rumors. Yeah. It's gonna be a 2000 plus Concord model, brick Concord model. Um, Bricktastic has said. That it will be 2,083 pieces and will release, this is in euros, 199.99 euros, complete with a buildable stand and an information plaque. Cool. Um, I like information. You do like information. <laughs> I'm looking to see if this site has any information about how big it's going to be. Well, if it's like 200 bucks, it's probably going to be like 2,000 Well, that's euros. I don't know what that converts uh, to. I'm just, you know, you find these websites where they're talking about them and it's, 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 you have to kind of take the information where you can get it. But 
my only concern is that it's going to be monstrously large and we will have no I don't think it's going to be that big. I think it's going to be more like the uh the space shuttle. I think it'll be like that size. Okay. I love the space shuttle too. You do love that one. Um Lego okay. needs to make more NASA sets. So this actually does say it'll be United States US currency 199. Nice. 99. So 200 bucks. Um not horrible. No. It's not great, but it's not horrible. That's the problem is every set that we want at this point are like the big dollar ones. I was like pleasantly happy with the price on the Disney villains because it was only, only I say $130. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been rearranging a little bit. So I got to get up there and rearrange the, the Lego room. The room. It was the Lego room. Now it's just my catch-all for all of my collectibles. It's a lot of Funkos in there now. But you know who is getting his first set of Funko series? Ted Lasso. Ryan ordered the newest pre-order Ted Lasso Funkos. We had ordered, I say we, he ordered a his favorite character. Roy Kent. Roy Kent a couple of weeks ago when WB launched it on their website as a WB exclusive. And so he was super psyched. And then we heard like on Thursday or Friday. And then you went and pre-ordered and it's a Keely, a Rebecca. It's a Sam Obasanya. A different Roy Kent. A different Roy. Of course, Ted Lasso, which is nice because the only other Ted Lasso was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Yeah, which was. I priced on eBay and holy, and it was a lot. Holy Batman! And then, but who is it missing? If you're a Ted Lasso fan, you should have noticed one name that we didn't say, which was Jamie Tart. Yep. So today at Jamie Tart, Jamie Tart, I was talking, literally talking to the girls about a day at lunch, um, and I said there wasn't a Jamie Tart, and they were both like, "What?" Like. They don't even collect Funkos, and they were both like, how could they not do a Jamie Tart? And I was like, thank you. Exactly. So I guess that means there'll be another wave. Maybe. So this is your first. The only other set of, of Funkos, you have, you have one Funko before this. You have an Aussie, Aussie Albies. I have an Aussie Albies. He's a Braves player. Yes. And then you with me collect the Star Wars Next Generation. Star Trek. Oh, what did Next. I say? You Wars said Star Wars. <laughs> What are you doing? You bought me a Darth Vader today. It was on the brain. You were very sweet. I came home to a Darth Vader present. Um, Star Trek Next Generation. I do that a lot, though. I say the wrong things all the time because I'm dumb. (laughs) But we have, we found Picard first at McKay's in Winston-Salem. And I found that one. I was very proud of myself. That was crazy. And... They're rare. Like, we never see them. Mm, I don't think we've paid less than $20 for any of them. No. I don't think we've paid less than $30 for any of them. But we still need a... Data. We need a Data and a Deanna Troy and a Locutus. And a Locutus. Because that's... The line is Picard, Riker, Geordi LaForge, Mm -hmm. Worf, a Klingon, and then the other ones that we're still missing. But you know who it doesn't include, which is so interesting to me? Dr. Beverly Crusher. It's like she took that one season and went away, and they've punished her ever since in the merchandise. <laughs> because when I, we were at Edward McKay, or Edward McKay's, when we were at McKay's the other day, and I showed you they had the Pez set. And she, she wasn't, wasn't in, that in that either. either. Well, maybe they don't have her licensing rights, like her likeness rights. That's true. Maybe uh, Gates McFadden doesn't want to do that. 
she goes to all the Comic Cons though, and she does all the conventions and stuff. So yeah, maybe she doesn't want her face on a Funko Pop. <sighs> That's disappointing. I don't know because she's got. Does she have figures? I don't know. I never collected the old Star Trek line, so I I've don't know. I've seen all of the main characters. I've seen the horrible Crusher. The horrible Crusher. We are not fans. Weasley Crusher. Of the Wesley. Yeah, Wesley sucks. He does. All right, I'm I'm looking it up to see action figures. Yeah, I just I think it's interesting. Okay, they do. They have they have some of the ones that are like the little Super Seven, and okay. then they've got the ones that are I don't know what you would call them, just the the traditional ones that we see all the time. But I don't know. I think I'm a little disappointed that there is no Funko Pop for for Bev. I always enjoyed Beverly. I'll tell you what I was always disappointed in. Oh, wait, there is a Funko. It's Oh, it's a custom Funko. Somebody made yeah, a custom someone one. Someone got fancy. Um, and see, yo, I'm not the only one that feels this way. Where is the Beverly Crusher Funko? Um, that was a post from six, six seven years ago um, <laughs> on Twitter. But I was always disappointed that the Picard Crusher romance never... Never blossomed. blossomed like I needed it to. But yeah, we're looking we're looking for these, you know. I think it was interesting that there was no Beverly. I'm not upset in any way that there was no Wesley. Though I'm sure if they did a Beverly, they'd do a Wesley. Yeah, but we're completists, but we wouldn't be completing that. You know, we would not be getting Wesley. any Wesley in this house because Wesley. he's the worst. He is the worst. The only thing that's more worse is the White House Lego. <laughs> the White House Lego set. <laughs> I hate that one. I hate it so much. Yeah, you don't like that one, do you? You were psyched for it, too. I was, and I was so disappointed. Mm -hmm. I finished building it because I had to. It's like starting a movie. You have to finish it. But it was awful. I don't like anything about it. It doesn't stay together well. It was a million little pieces. It was just not an enjoyable build. At all. Yeah, it wasn't. You really didn't like it. No, I need to just sell it and just get rid of it. Just because why am I holding on to something I really don't like the look of? And I wouldn't buy it for years while a certain person was in office. I waited. <laughs> yeah. And then I got it, and I was so disappointed. But, oh, well. Oh, well. But, yeah, so Funkos, Legos. Marvel Legends. We got them. We got a wide reach, though not as wide as some. My brother's collecting reach is very broad. Your brother has like a fort of boxes that he has not opened. Yeah, and he has a bunch. I mean, and it's not that he's not an out of box collector because he is. He just literally has so much mm -hmm. that he cannot get to. Which is, are there times that I want to go swipe Legos from him without him realizing I've done it? One hundred percent. But, I mean, I would never, ever, ever, <laughs> but I, I'm psyched for our trip to Atlanta. We're going to be doing some trips, or we're going to be doing some stops along the way down there as we go. We're going to stop at Galactic Comics yep. and Heroes and Dragons, and we were going through the list the other day and you were like, add it to the list. That one. Yes, absolutely. Add that one to the list. Dr. Knows Comics and Games, Titans Games and Comics, Top Dog Comics. We're going to stop at 
um, Infinite Realities Comics, Kaboom Collectibles, Gigabytes Cafe. We got a Plastic Empire. We got a whole bunch we're going to stop at. So it'll be pretty much nonstop Atlanta, mm-hmm. South Carolina, Georgia content. But yep. we're, we love going to places we've never been before and seeing what other stores have to offer. And the, some of the best places we've stopped at has been places along yeah. the way on trips like Nova Gateway Comics and Games, that Quake in Chicago. Oh, know. that Nova Gateway place was insane. Like, huge. Mm-hmm. It was massive. full of just every... Pick a genre that I you always, can think of. To help put it in perspective, they had an entire starting lineup section. Like, and it wasn't like a mixed bag of all the different things. It was a huge section of football, huge section of baseball, a mm-hmm. huge section of basketball. And it was like, I'd never, I mean, I've seen starting lineup, but not to that degree. Yeah. They also had like, name a movie that had an action figure. They had it. They had it. Battlescar Galactica figures and, you know, every, every Star Trek you could think of yeah had a section you know and the star wars alone took up one entire wall yeah that place was impressive that I'm one ho- i'm hoping that there's places like that in atlanta i'm sure they have some good shops there yeah i'm we've got some good ones we get some good ones flagged and while we go on vacation we do toy scales it up we've got some other things we're gonna do yeah as well she wants to go to the aquarium. I am. I'm very excited to go back to the Atlanta Aquarium. I've never been there. It's neat. Amazing. It's so epic. I tell everyone. They're like, I've thought about it. I'm like, go. Go. Take it's everyone totally you know. worth the trip. Yeah, it's neat. I really like it. But um, we're going to toy scales. We're going to do. There's like a second in Charles and there's a box lunch. And oh, speaking of box lunch. <laughs> so we went to a new box lunch. The ju- on their grand opening day. Yeah. Which we didn't mean to. Didn't mean to at all. We knew it was going to be there, but we didn't know it was already there. And it was huge. Yeah, they had a DJ that was playing music in a room that was way <laughs> too loud. <laughs> like, the, the actual place, you know, was decent sized, yeah, nice. but it wasn't... It wasn't DJ wasn't, at that volume big. Yeah, like, homie was, was like, bumping. he was bumping it hard in there, and it was like, dude. And it was music music. It was like, Publix. Yeah. <laughs> it was music music without what's that music without words yeah but we uh i liked there was a whole wall of lounge flies and there was just again there was a lot of genres at that one i love a box lunch though because you're gonna find stuff you just can't find fandom wise in your target or your walmart like i just right. think you're gonna get some stuff that's just so neat but we got we took home an up box lunch exclusive Funko Pop of Ellie and Carl sitting in their chairs on the rug which is super cute and I can't wait to put it with our the other up stuff I've got up Dorables and I've got the up Lego I didn't buy it at this box lunch but at an old box lunch I know some people have seen it on some of our videos I uh I bought a Spider-Man 2099 shirt Yes, I got that at Box Lunch. Yeah, a lot of people were asking about that, but that's where I got it was Box Lunch. Well, you did get a new Spider-Man shirt though at oh, a I very did. surprising place. Yeah, we were at the. She wanted to go to the Gap to try and get pants because she got her new job, and uh, they had these shirts with a picture of the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man number one on them. So I bought one. Yep, you did. Because <laughs> I have every version of that 
issue hung up on my wall in my room. And it's neat. It looks really cool together. Yeah. So. I don't have any like expensive ones, but no, just all of them together is neat. And I have Spawn number eight, where it's like an homage to that cover. Yeah, it's a. It looks it looks really neat all together. But he was like, "No, I don't need it. It's it's still twenty four ninety nine and whatever." He was like, "It's it's a lot for a t shirt." And he was like, "Well, it's ten dollars off, so I can justify." It. <laughs> but my favorite part is your t shirt was more than my pants. <laughs> it was more than your pants. <laughs> Just because it had Spider-Man on Just it. Just because it had Spider-Man. But it's cute. I like it. It's not cute. It's it's precious. It's awesome. It's metal. It's whatever. Metal. <laughs> it's whatever I'm supposed it's to say. Metal. I'm not allowed to say things are cute because mm. you're a dude. It's precious. It's precious, precious moments. That's what Grandma would say. Yes, Grandma would say that. But yeah, I'm excited to see what Atlanta affords us and whether we can afford Atlanta's jobs. And, and I am hoping that the Braves do not lose. Well, they didn't lose today. Thank God. They I were, thought they were going to. Yeah, you were very like, <gasps> you were not happy when I got home. In case anybody hasn't figured it out, I'm a crazy Atlanta Braves fan. I've got a Braves tattoo and all kinds of stuff like that. We mm-hmm. try to go to Atlanta every, well, not go to Atlanta every year, but we try to at least see them play every year. See them every year. So yeah. last summer we went to Chicago and watched them play uh, at Wrigley Field. Yeah. And then we also went to see them play um, the Nationals in Washington, in Washington D.C. So this year we're going back to Atlanta. But um, he is such an epic Braves fan that we are also Carolina Hurricanes fans. Yep. We are season ticket holders, the smallest ticket holder that we can hold. But season ticket holders, and we went on opening night for the season to start. And this man is watching the Braves game on his phone while we're sitting. It was the playoffs. I'm just saying, like, that tells you we're at a hockey game in the middle of this epic crowd of Kaniacs that are so, like, psyched and pumped and everybody's screaming and yelling. And he is literally watching a baseball game on his phone. I have a picture of it. It's probably one of my favorite pictures that I've ever taken of him because it was just so, like... The man will not be kept away from baseball. I love baseball. You do love baseball. I have, I have loved the Atlanta Braves since before I can remember. Yeah. I don't care if you're watching the game. Well, you be whatever phase you want to be. I'm still going to watch the damn baseball <laughs> game. <laughs> Message received. Um, but you know what I was psyched about? What? Is I found my book when we were you out. You did. You found a copy of it. So I'm reading... I'm. I'm into like a certain type of fantasy novel and I had heard everybody recommending it on Facebook, Facebook Lord on TikTok, And I read it on my Kindle and I loved it so much that I was like, we have to find this book. And I yeah. looked for it multiple times at targets. And so we were out hunting and I was like, we need to stop in a Barnes and Noble to see if I can find this book. And we just randomly stopped on a target and there it was yep. just sitting there um, when nobody could find it. It's been sold out everywhere. So we hunt for all kinds of things, not just toys. That's right. We look for all kinds of crap. Yeah, we do. So. All right. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll sign off for now. Yep. Maybe we'll uh, we'll talk about other stuff that pops up and any other kind of news and stuff that we've done, or if talk anybody. About our trip. Yeah, we can talk about our Atlanta trip. We might even record stuff while we're in Atlanta. I don't know. Mm. People might get lucky. Fancy. I know. All right. So we'll, uh, I guess we'll see everybody in the next episode.
Toy Scales. You can follow us on TikTok, and you can follow us on Instagram, and Facebook, and Clapper. <laughs>